if you could attribute your success to one of these three things, in what order of importance would you put them? Your network, your work ethic, or your skill set? What's your biggest challenge with success? The biggest challenge now is the fact that I know I'm responsible for a lot of other people's income and not just mine. Last year, what was your revenue? Did over $10 million. $10 million. Yeah. So the year before that was actually my first million dollar year. So we managed to 10x the very next year, just doubling down on what was already working. The version of myself that I was at 1 million wasn't ever going to be the version of myself that I needed to be to be at 10 million. So I'm constantly changing. I understood early on that working hard doesn't equal making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to work smart. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. We find dope people that did dope stuff, real success. You're successful, right? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit? <laughs> we'll talk uh, about that it. watch does not say a little bit, my brother. I know that watch. I know what that does. <laughs> well, look, uh, we got a, a person that um, I've seen you for a while. I've seen you on like, some other platforms, and you know some of the same people that I know. And in fact, we were both in Neil's Mastermind, and I don't remember it because I was just so, I was, it was a life-changing event for me. Um, and that year, what year was that? 20 what? I think it was 2020 or 2021. 2020? Was it 2020? 2021, something like that. Well, it wasn't last year, which is 2022. I don't know. But um, it, was a, it was a really dope event. What do you remember from that event? I just remember meeting, you know, high-level people. Yeah. And just watching the progression through those couple years it was crazy. Yeah. So that event was important for me because I met a lot of key people in my business now mm. at that event. Gotcha. So we'll change lives. Where you get that name? Is it will like you change lives or is it the fact that like your willpower changed lives? Where's it, or is it an entendre? It's yeah, it's a double entendre. So gotcha. it's will change lives because my name is Will. Yeah. And I change lives. But at the same time, you know, it, it goes for both ways. Facts. And how do you change lives? So I teach people how to, you know, create another stream of income through selling name brand products on Amazon. So it's a lot different than when you hear Amazon FBA or people selling on Amazon, a lot of times they're talking about like AliExpress, Alibaba, and uh, that's cool and all. You can make a lot of money doing that, but you still have to be a master marketer. And marketing isn't an easy thing to do. Not everyone's good at marketing. Mm -hmm. But what people don't know is you can partner with big name brands like Sony, Logitech, Fiji that are already good at marketing. They're already getting traffic on Amazon and you can just buy their products wholesale and then sell it for retail on Amazon. So that's what I teach people how to do. I don't understand. Okay, so... Let's say, for example, uh, Fiji, right? Fiji is a big company. Um, they have a listing on Amazon that has hundreds of thousands of reviews. They're doing millions a month on Amazon, right? Fiji, the water company? Yes. Okay. They have a whole staff dedicated to selling their products in bulk at wholesale prices to third-party sellers like myself. Mm -hmm. So anyone can literally partner with companies like Fiji, buy their products in bulk at wholesale prices, and then resell them on Amazon. So instead of creating your own brand, Instead of creating your own product, you can just start by partnering with a company that already has the customers, already has the traffic, and then sell it on Amazon. What is the most money in a year that you've made from an actual store, Amazon store? So from one Amazon store, the most I've ever made was $2 million. And that's without ever touching a product, ever shipping a product, or ever spending a dime on marketing. Because I do it through the uh, FBA platform, which stands for, for Fulfillment by Amazon meaning all of my inventory is stored in Amazon's warehouse. And as I get orders, Amazon ships it directly to my customer. You made $2 million from a store. 
that you didn't have to have the and you didn't have to. What I'm what I'm intrigued about is the marketing. You didn't right. have to market it. How do people know? Yes. Yeah, so you know, brands like Fiji, people already know them. They spend the millions in marketing every year already. So you don't have to run additional ads to get people to buy. Ask yourself when was the last time you questioned whether you should buy something on Amazon or not, especially if it's from a big brand that mm-hmm. people know that have commercials on TV. You know, that's why you don't have to do any marketing to sell these products on Amazon. Okay. So through this conversation, you'll walk me through that, right? Right. Of course. But I'm, I am, I'm also interested in something else. So, well, you're, okay. Last year, you as an entrepreneur, what was your revenue? Did over $10 million. $10 million? Yeah. From one man. Yeah. I mean, I got a team, but. Golly. <laughs> What did you do before that, the year before that? So the year before that was actually my first million dollar year. So we managed to 10X the very next year, just doubling down on what was already working. Last year, 10 million. Mm-hmm. The year before that, 1 million. Yeah. Are you married? No. Did you get anybody pregnant in this? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you run up that fast. You know what I mean? Life gets wild. What's the hardest part? <laughs> What's the hardest thing? that you had to deal with by going from 1 million to 10 million, because that can't be easy. I think it was just managing more people. So I've always, when I, I did 1 million basically by myself, it was me, a video editor, and then a VA. And that was just the seven figure business, just us three. Um, And then to get to 10 million, I added 20 more people into my company. So it was just managing those people. But then I realized that I could hire someone to actually manage those people. So I have a COO now, CMO, so. You know, what I realize is the quick, the quicker you become the dumbest person on your team, the faster you'll actually scale. So now mm. it's like, it used to always be me trying to figure out the play. And now I just sit in the meeting like, yo, what's the play? You know, let me, <laughs> let me know the play. I'm going to run it. I like so that. That's how we grew. I like that. Okay. So where, where were you before you started this journey of being on Amazon like yeah yeah so um I used to play sports like all my life so sports was basically all I did I grew up in a single mother household so it was me my mom and my two little brothers and uh from an early age I witnessed my mom work very hard but not make a lot of money and I think that actually helped me in my entrepreneurial journey because I understood early on that working hard doesn't equal making a lot of money Mm -hmm. you know you got to work smart sometimes though some, sometimes, but you know, we have, you know, you see jobs, like especially my community, the Hispanic community, you know, we're doing all these hard labor jobs, construction, like flooring, like all this stuff, but that doesn't equal making a lot of money. There's smarter ways to make money. Um, and from an early age, I found that out. And at, at the age of 17, I actually caught a felony charge, which was terrible because uh, we were already in a bad financial situation. And I literally had to watch my mom put the money together to get lawyers and, and bail me out and everything. And I ended up getting a, a five-year probation, which I just got off of a couple 17 months ago. 17 years old, you mm-hmm. got a felony charge. And in Georgia, you get tried as an adult, even though you're 17. Yeah. What'd you do? So- Or allegedly. It was my first entrepreneurial journey. So I was working at Dick's Sporting Scammer? Goods. Nah, I was working oh. at Dick's Sporting Goods. And uh, you know, I was already reselling shoes in high school. I was doing everything that I could to make money. And then eventually- it got to the point where really I got in it by accident. Someone asked me, they were like, yo, if I pay you, can you give me a discount at Dick's? And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And eventually it just, everyone started coming to me with that same play. 
Um, mm. And I, it started getting bad because I started coming to school and I was like, wait, hold up. Everyone's dripped. You know, everyone got the new Patagonia. Right. Everyone got the new Nike tech. And it was because they were getting it through me. So it got to the point where I would go to first period, get like seven cash apps, $50. Second period, another like seven, eight cash apps. So I was making money just giving people discounts at the store that I was working for. And wow. they were tracking all of this. Um, so they are. Oh, so they're like, yo, how is this kid buying all this stuff for himself? Yeah, I mean, they just, I mean, they do inventory checks and stuff. I was just being stupid back then. But they waited for me to get over the felony count in merchandise. Oh, wow. And then that's when they got me. I got arrested in the mall, walked out in cuffs, everything. By using like. your discount. Mm-hmm. How, did, did you have to, like, go through somebody to use your discount, or you could just ring it up yourself? No, you could just ring it up. So you ring it up, put in your own little discount, and then yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, so but you was lit. went through that. He was the man for a minute. <laughs> for for a little bit, yeah. So I went through that. Uh, after that, I got a job at an Amazon warehouse. So mm-hmm. I started working from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. Um, and then at 10 a.m., I would actually go to school at Georgia Gwinnett College. Oh, wow. So I was barely sleeping, gained a lot of weight during that time. And uh, I had to pick one, you know, do I want to make money or do I want to go to school? And I was never good at school. Right. So I just dropped school and I just started working at Amazon full time. And that's actually when I found out that you can be a seller on Amazon. And I was seeing the whole operation from the inside looking out because I actually used to load the semi trucks with these Amazon packages. And um, what did you see? So I, I was seeing the actual products that were selling. I was like, dang, I'm loading all these semi trucks with dog food. I'm loading all these semi trucks with these different electronics. And I started looking more into like the volume that Amazon was doing. And I got caught in the algorithm of like making money online. So I started seeing the Ty Lopez ads, mm. all the other Amazon FBA ads. And I just, I tried everything. Like I started doing social media marketing. I started doing affiliate marketing. I started flipping iPhones on eBay. Like I tried. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? Well, if so, I have some bad news. Mint's going away. It's shutting down. But here's some good news. There's an even better alternative. It's called Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to modern money and are absolutely loving it. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, which is the top-rated personal finance app, it also has a built-in collaboration feature so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and much more. You can create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com forward slash social. And get this, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint so you can keep all your tags and categories. And unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up and to customize and to use it all together, okay? Monarch is absolutely obsessed with constantly improving a product. So they actually release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions so you can actually vote on requested features and you'll be able to see the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash social. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash social for your extended 30-day free trial. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books, getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 
37,025 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turned 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Wholesale real estate stocks, everything. And in e-commerce was kind of what stuck with me. Because um, it just made the most sense to me. And I made my first 100K at 19 uh, drop shipping on mm. Shopify. So I, this is actually before I started selling on Amazon. Right. But um, the only thing with that is I, I had to learn Facebook ads. And I started to understand that just because you have a good product doesn't mean you're going to make a lot of money. You still have to be good at marketing. Got it. And that's why Amazon intrigued me because I realized that the marketing piece is already there. It's already solved for you. Got so it. you literally just have to focus on finding name brand products and building these relationships with suppliers. All right. So I have, I'm in a podcast space, right? So right. actually I go to Amazon to get these mics and mixers and cameras. Like mm -hmm. we get everything on Amazon. Are you saying one, I could have got it at a discount and two, I can tell people the stuff that I'm using and make money. So basically, yeah, all this equipment that you have in this room uh, for example, this is a Sure mic, right? You probably, you didn't actually buy it from Sure and you didn't actually buy it from Amazon. You bought it from a third-party seller like me that has a wholesale account with Sure that then listed it on Amazon. Oh. And then when, when you bought it, their inventory is in Amazon's warehouse already. So it got shipped to you with Prime Shipping and then they got paid. Hold so. on. So even if the company, even if the company on Amazon says Sure. Right, it'll say Sure. But if you actually look under the buy now button, it'll be like company, sure, sold by, and then it'll have the seller's name, and then it'll say shipped by Amazon. I'm going to Amazon right now. So I yeah, over half going. of the products on Amazon's platform are sold by third-party sellers. So they actually need more sellers because we, like without us, they wouldn't be able to you know do what they do because Amazon makes their money off just the platform itself. They take a percentage of every sale. But okay. they don't actually really sell products. Amazon doesn't sell products at all. Hold on. The only products that they sell are like the Amazon basics, which is like the generic stuff. Okay. So this isn't sure the company that is selling the sure products. Mm -hmm. That's smart. So can I, so can there only be like one? Can I have my own sure store? No, there can be multiple sellers. So, you know, as long as you have an LLC and reseller's permit, which, you know, LLC, you go to the secretary of state, get your LLC. 
resellers permit, you go to the Department of Revenue website and you can get your resellers permit in Georgia. It's free. Those are the two things that any brand will require for you to open up a wholesale account with them. And then once you have that, you can list their product on Amazon. Got it. Okay. Is there a qualification? Like you got to be in business a certain amount of time. Do they look at you to say, okay, this is a. So it's more so like the bigger the brand, the harder it is to get accepted because they get a lot of applications, but there's a lot of smaller brands that still do very well on Amazon. Give me an example. Um, So for example, let's say uh, you walk into Kroger, right? You walk down the, the paper towel aisle, you see Bounty, right? It's a big brand. And then you see other paper, paper towel brands that may be not as big as Bounty, mm-hmm. but they're still in the store. You know, yeah. they're still doing some type of volume. Sure. Those are the brands you want to go after. That makes sense. Like you got Gatorade, you got Powerade. Prime just came out. Prime is the brand you want to go after. Mm. So it's like those type of brands that they're not as big as the Gatorade, but they still do volume. Got it. And they still want to do business because it it's a win for them to sell a hundred units all at once. Mm-hmm. And then you deal with selling it on Amazon. So they I do buy that. the hundred units. Yeah. So you're buying the products in bulk at yes. wholesale prices, but the inventory isn't actually being shipped to you. It's being shipped to Amazon's warehouse. Amazon holds it. And as you get orders, they ship it to your customers and they start paying you out. What are the margins you think? So the margins just depend. Um, if you're, if you have a wholesale account directly with a brand, mm-hmm. you're probably looking at a 10 to 20% margin. Okay. Now, if you're buying from a distributor, you're looking at like 50, 60%. So there's websites like, for example, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm lost. Say it again. So if you're, if you have a wholesale account directly with the brand, yes, you're probably looking at a 10 to 20% margin because they're going to be more stingy with their margins because you're right. buying directly from them. But if you're buying from a distributor or a liquidator, you have way higher margins. But the distributor gets it from the company, though, right? So a lot of these distributors, well, one, they're getting better prices than you because they actually have a really, really good relationship with the brand. Mm. And they're buying, like, instead of 100, they're buying, like, tens of thousands. So they're able to, you know, sell it cheaper. And um, these uh, liquidation companies, what they do is, like, let's say, for example, Walmart gets 1,000 bounty paper towels in their store. At the end of the month, if they still have that thousand, like, or they still have like a hundred left of that thousand and their goal is to sell all of them, they'll sell those 100 to a liquidation company for a very, very cheap cost. Really? So they can make more shelf space. Less than they got them for though? Sometimes they'll take a loss. Yeah. Or they'll just sell it for really cheap. And then these liquidation companies will turn around and sell it for a little bit more than what they bought them for to third party sellers like myself. Got it. And then we can sell it on Amazon. And you know, everything on Amazon is more than what it really costs. Right. Like if something sure. is $10 at the store, it might be 15, 20 on Amazon because people are paying for convenience. No, I don't think so. It just depends what it's it is. Especially electro- electronics to be about the same price. Yeah, it just depends what you're buying. Your store that you made the first million with, what were you selling? So that store, I was selling hazmat suits from a company called Tyvek. So it's like a full on, like just. Gotcha. Suit. Okay. COVID time? Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Give me the process. So that company, Tyvek, I directly opened up a wholesale account with them. They were just willing to accept people. Um, I think they may may have been struggling for, with sales or they were just open to accepting people. Mm. And then I was just buying their hazmat suits for $5. It was 5 to $7, depending on the size. And they were selling for 15 to $20, depending on the size on mm. Amazon. And then I was just ordering thousands, thousands of units using my credit lines. Mm-hmm. And then they were all in Amazon's warehouse as I was getting orders. Amazon was just shipping all of them out. How much do you need to start, you think? 
So it depends. There's two different ways to go about it. So there's FBA and then there's FBM. FBA is what we've been talking about, where Amazon's basically doing all the work for you. The only disadvantage with that is you do need at least like I would say $2,000 because these companies, they have what's called an MOQ. Okay. which stands for a minimum order quantity. Gotcha. If you open up a wholesale account with Fiji, they may be like, all right, to do business with us, you have to order a hundred at a time. So, you know, if their products cost $10, you got to order a hundred. That means you got to spend a thousand off rip every time you order from gotcha. them. So it, it depends on who you're working with. But let's say if you have a, under a thousand dollars, you want to do FBM. FBM stands for fulfillment by merchant, meaning you're shipping it. Got it. But what this allows you to do is instead of having to go buy these MOQs, you can just walk into stores like Costco, Sam's Club, Marshalls, Ross, download the Amazon seller app on your phone. It comes with an in-app barcode scanner, and you can literally scan products in these stores, and the app will tell you what's profitable to sell on Amazon. Oh, wow. So my little brother, he's 15 years old. He makes $5,000 a month on Amazon right now. He just has a Costco membership, and then, yeah, that's it. He doesn't even have an LLC yet. He's about to get one. But he has a Costco membership and an Amazon seller account that's $40 a month, and... um. Every, I think two days a week, my mom takes him to Costco. He just goes in there, scans products. All he needs to do is find one. And then he just buys what he can afford and he flips it on Amazon. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, we'll change lives, right? Yes, sir. You've changed lives? Thousands. Thousands? Thousands. It's a big number. It is a big number, but I've been doing this a long time. When you say thousands, what do you mean? Like if you go on my page and you click the little students highlight or the results highlight you'll see thousands let's see what's going on if you go um on my facebook change bro we have fifty two thousand members you'll see thousands of testimonials on both shopify and amazon and why are they all right real quick let me ask you this question were you verified before or after me <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably same time. I just got verified. <laughs> I just got verified. They finally put some respect on my name. Oh, you should have been verified a long time ago. Exactly. <laughs> they got the nerve to charge me fifteen dollars. It's crazy. <laughs> um, where where the um? You said where the students? So there should be a highlight on my page that says like testimonials or results. Results. And then there's okay. another one on the actual Ecom Degree University page. And then we also have a Facebook group with 52,000 members right now. It's a free group. Yeah. If you go on there, literally every, every day there's new people posting on there. GA followers posted you and they said, Georgia Gwinnett college dropout. William Rivera made over $350,000 on Amazon last month. He has now taught over 500 people how to start their own Amazon and Shopify online business via his online program, Ecom Degree U. And that was 86 weeks ago. You guys at 500? Yeah, that was, uh, what was that, 2020? 86 weeks. Yeah, I don't know how I don't, Yeah, it's hard to calculate. <laughs> but yeah, you got some a bunch of people that are like, Hosting their Shopify stores. Yeah, and that was actually back then when I was doing it all organic. You know, I wasn't running ads to my page or any of that. It was just uh, just word of mouth and just going crazy on organic posts. Your funds are on the way. A payout of $101,587.88. Is that one of the students? No, that's you, bro. Oh, dang. Yeah, was- What's up, family? This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. I mean, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. I remember wanting the two-tone 
Rolex. It was beautiful. Jubilee band. I remember seeing it on TV. I remember seeing it on successful people. And what made me fall in love with it was the style, the swagger, the elegance of the person wearing it. Not even the watch. It was the vibe of the person wearing it. And I remember when I first got it, the feeling was incredible. I felt accomplished. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, you got to go straight to eBay. When searching, just look for the blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee that means when you buy it you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts ensure your next purchase is the real deal by visiting ebay.com for terms that's ebay.com going crazy (laughs) (laughs) golly okay so let me ask this it's sometimes hard to you got a lot of testimonials it's sometimes hard to manage building something because now you teach people Mm -hmm. right it's sometimes hard to manage building something and teaching the thing have you leaned more into teaching while you're still doing the business or are you still doing the business and coaching is kind of like a side piece or what yes so i mainly do the teaching aspect of it right now Mm -hmm. just because that requires more of my time i have to you know create content i have to do a workshop every sunday Whereas the Amazon stuff is- You do a workshop every Sunday. Yes, yeah, so I've been doing a workshop every Sunday for the past two years. What? Yeah, every Sunday. You're every dedicated. Day. Yeah, consistent. So your objective it really is to change lives. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen it on my page, but I actually have a plaque that I give to students that make over six figures, and we've shipped out over 100 of those plaques somewhere on my page. But, well, um, this is exciting, actually. Wow. So you give your students a plaque and you've given out over a hundred plaques of yeah, people. We've shipped out over a hundred of those. Um, we make them here in Atlanta at Awards Atlanta and Brookhaven. So shout out to them. Is that your company, Will? Nah. <laughs> Will. That's not my company. Come on, man. You shouted them out a little too fast. <laughs> Shouts out to Awards Atlanta where you didn't get your, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's lit though. That's lit. Over a hundred people Made $100,000 in a year. Is that a year? Yeah, in a year. That's amazing. Yeah, and we just had a student cross $1 million. And he's actually like, he does content and stuff now too, so going crazy. Yo, congratulations, man. You must really know it. And I, I think it's something to be said to, because you can make your own money with your own store, but the fact that you're willing to teach the game, and some people will feel like, oh, well, he's making money from teaching, but it actually is the only way to make impact. If you're teaching people what you know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Two years, every single Sunday. Every single Sunday. You ain't had no cold or nothing in two years? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I may have missed like two or three Sundays, but that's about it. In two years? Yeah. So even when I travel, like I recently was in Boston and LA and I Mm -hmm. still do them over there. Like I just make sure that the time zone is right. So like when I was in LA, I did it at 5 p.m. because I knew it was 8 p.m. over here, mm. but I'll still do them no matter where I'm at in the hotel room. Or Let me ask this question. Have you had anyone that you taught that became really successful and now they teach? Yeah. So the person that I told you that's done over a million, um, yeah, they have their own like Discord group and everything. They're kids though. They're like 19, 18 years old going crazy. Goodness gracious. Okay. Give me the science behind this every single Sunday thing. Mm -hmm. Because I did a workshop this past Sunday and I did one the Sunday before and I really like it. 
I really enjoy teaching it. And the objective is I'm going to come give you some game and you for free. And you get to decide if you trust me or not to teach you. Right. So that, do you do that? Yeah. So it's two hours of just game. Um, I think the reason why my workshops work so well is because my workshop alone that's free is better than 99% of the paid information out there. <laughs> so you can literally watch my workshop and make money. There's been people that go to my workshop, they don't buy what I offer at the end, and they go and make tens of thousands of dollars on Amazon. Mm. I have a, a literally a free Facebook group that everyone joins when they register. It's on the thank you page. And people post results in there every single day. And not all of those people are in my program. They're just taking the game that they got and they're yeah. running with it. Every day, though? I mean, every week? Every week, every Sunday, yeah. Hmm. Did you, why did you, why are you deciding to do that every single, why would you commit that portion of your life every week to this teaching? I mean, it's not, it's not really much to me. It's kind of like working one day a week. So, I mean, I used to work 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. So yeah, it's yeah, like, for sure, for sure. I've, it's, it's good. And honestly, I started because Neil told me to. He was like, you need to do a webinar every Sunday until you make your first million dollars. And I did that and I made my first million dollars and I just kept it going. All right. I, after this, I really need some help with my webinar, mm-hmm. like because I know there's a a science to be able to being able to really help people get the information. You know right. what I mean? So I, I'll be teaching, and um, you know I don't know about my pace. Am I too fast? Am I too slow? Am I uh, the way I'm putting it together? I don't want to overwhelm people. Now I'm getting I'm getting like some really good results, and people are really loving it. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely need a class on that. Oh, no, for sure. I got you. There's definitely a science to it. Like as far as like retention, making sure people stay on, making sure they don't leave. How do you get people to stay on and not leave? So what I do is I just make sure that they know that I'm going to be doing a Q&A ses- session at the end. So like I literally tell people, hey, listen, uh, make sure to write down your questions as they come up in your mind. Make sure to write them down because at the end I'm going to be opening up for Q&A. Also, at the end of every workshop that I do, we do a cash giveaway. So you don't want to miss out on the cash giveaway. Like you're getting a free game and you might leave with some cash. Yeah. So we give away a thousand dollars every Sunday. So obviously everyone stays until the end for that, too. And then also it's value packed. Like it's like it's one of those workshops where if you leave to go to the restroom or to go eat, like you might miss a gem. So it's just locked in. Mm. Yeah. How many people are on these workshops every week? So we get anywhere between. 2,500 to 3,000 people what? every Sunday. Yeah. I had like 300 on my joint last <laughs> week. 2,500 people? Yeah, it's kind of sad though because we get like over 10,000 registrants every week and only 25 to 3,500 to 3,000 show up. So 25% of people show up. Yeah. What percentage of people actually take advantage? So it's around 7% on average. 7%? Of 2,500 10% on a good day. Dang, well, you get into this bread out here. (laughs) You get into it. So, and, okay, what is, what all do you, outside of Amazon, do you still, do you still have a store that you? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, the team runs those stores. Gotcha. So you have multiple stores. Mm -hmm. And you taught the team how to run the store. Yeah, and they're all overseas too. They just manage the stores for me. Really? Yeah. Do you teach people how to get an overseas team or you tell them? Yeah, that's actually a module in the program where I teach you how to hire virtual assistants to manage the store for you and even find products for you and even call suppliers for you to open up wholesale accounts. 
like all that stuff they know how to do. And how much is your program? So it's $1,500. And you don't have to say yes or no to this. You can just say, I'll think about it. But uh, can Social Proof people that's listening to this get a discount? Oh, yeah, for sure. I was already, oh, sure. already going to okay. do that. Oh, bad. Okay, because yeah. I I figure you can't say no when I ask you on the interview. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll be looking out for y'all, okay? All right, cool. So, um, promo code social proof. Let's just make it a promo code social yep. proof. Okay, cool, cool. All right, bet. So, outside of that, what all do you do to make money? Do you do a lot? Are you all over the place? Not a lot. I mean, I have a gym called Rich and Fit. It's like two minutes from here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm there every day, 6 a.m., um, and we do like it's a boot camp style gym. So we do two boot camps every single day. Um, our most popular boot camp is Rich and Thick. It's every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pull up. But uh, that's diet. Something. Try to get rich and thick. <laughs> <laughs> do you go? No. <laughs> do you need to get rich and thick? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be rich and thick? You know what I mean? Like- so it's like the whole idea behind the gym was really uh, my trainer, Timmy, and Tosin's here actually too. He was actually my videographer. Um, I was seeing a bunch of my friends work out with him and I was seeing like this high like quality workout content. And I was like, I need that, especially because content's important for me. So I hit him up and I was like, yo, who do you train with? And they told me that I trained with Timmy and it was at another gym. So I started going to that gym just to train with him. And we ended up getting kicked out of that gym. Went to another gym, got kicked, kicked out. Kicked out of a gym. What's I mean, up with you, you bro? You, you know Timmy, right? You know his energy, right? Yes. It's too much for some people. It's oh, so lit. the gym is like, yo, the, your training style is too much. It's too lit. And he was getting too many people. It's like, it looked like he owned the gym, really. Because he was getting everyone in there. Oh, wow. So then left that gym, went to another gym. Same thing happened. And then we ended up going to Lifetime. That didn't last long, you know, right. it's a big commercial gym. And then one day I was talking to Benny, which is my business partner. And I was like, bro, we just need our own gym. Like not even on to like, not even to make money. Yeah, I want to make money. Mm-hmm. But like, I just want my own space where I can work out with Timmy and I have to deal with like being kicked out and stuff. So that's yeah. when we opened Rich and Fit. And a lot of the people that we work out with too are doing like big things. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name came from. Um, and a lot of people think they're like, yo, so do I have to be rich to work out there? And it's, it's not even that. Like if you rich in the mind, you're already rich. I love, you know, it. cause it, the mindset shift comes before the income shift. So it's just a place where everyone can work out. Everyone can network. And you know that if you do want to network with someone in there, like it's, it's open, it's open book. You don't got to worry about, cause you know, when you're in a commercial gym, you might see someone yeah. and you're like, I don't want to bother them. Yeah. Whereas at this gym, like, nah, just go up to them and talk to them. Like everyone's down to share information. And that's too dope. Yeah. I, you're there every day at six o'clock. Yeah. If, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not traveling, then yeah, I try to be there every day at 6 a.m. I slip up sometimes, but. But your level of consistency is amazing. I mean, I need it. Like it's, I'm there like for selfish reasons. Like I won't do good in business if I'm not there. Like, I have to work out. That's my first win of the day. Really? Yeah. You won't do business? Okay, what's the relationship between business and your idea of working out? For me, it's just like, I need that quick W. I call it the first win of the day. Like, if I don't work, if I don't wake up and work out, I just don't feel good about myself. So my energy's off. And then now when I'm working, I'm thinking about like, okay, so when am I going to get my workout in today? So I might as well get it in like immediately. Every day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so... I believe um, success takes a certain level of discipline and for sure consistency. Have you always been that way? 
Um, no, nah, I don't think, no, nah, I've definitely not always been that way. I've, I've always worked hard. I've always been disciplined, like as far as sports. I think I'm disciplined and consistent on the things that I love doing. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that I loved, you know, business, love going to the gym, I'm consistent and disciplined about those things. But things that I don't like doing, uh, it's hard for me to stay consistent about. Do you it. know how to teach someone to be disciplined? Um, that's a hard thing for me. I've been trying to like figure out. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think there's some things that you can not I, teach. Yeah, I think you can help people become more disciplined. But at the end of the day, it's something that you're either going to be disciplined about something or you're not. And it's just dependent on the relationship you have with that thing. You know, if you love doing something, you're going to do it every day without thinking about it. And people are going to say you're disciplined, but you don't really see it that way. You love working out, bro. Yeah, I love working out. I love. No, you, know, you don't. I love. Bro. I love working out with the people. I can't even imagine how somebody <laughs> would love working out. Like you got to come to Rich and Fit, bro. You'll fall in love with it. I went there, and we had a workout last Sunday. Actually, it was the last Sunday or Sunday before last. Yeah, two Sundays ago, we went to. We did a um, a muscle mindset and something else with money. And we invited a bunch of people and we worked out together. And then we did like a workshop after. It was really yeah. Really I saw dope. that. It looked dope. Yeah, but I didn't feel good doing a workout. <laughs> I wanted to quit. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. If I'm being real with you, I don't love it. You don't love it either, bro. Nah, I love it. I love it. Some people don't love it. You might be. You might be like Neo. I'm. I'm the, first off, <laughs> I'm nowhere near like him. Okay. <laughs> he. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do hate it, and he hates it too. But at least I'll go sometime, right? Yeah. So th- let me ask this question. If you could attribute your success to one of these three things, in what order of importance would you put them? Your network, your work ethic, or your skill set? Your network, your work ethic, or your skill set? What's most important? What's, what would you contribute most of your success to? Definitely network. Really? Yeah. Because I didn't think you were going to say that. I think network just helps me in multiple ways. Um, so network, number one, because every day that I wake up, even if I want to slack off, I go on Instagram, every story I'm watching, someone's doing something. Someone's buying a building. Someone just made another million dollars. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how can I slack off if my friends are going crazy? That's real. So that's one. Uh, network because also, you know, a lot of my friends are skilled in certain things. So they help me with my business. Like Aaron, he's one of my friends. He runs my ads. So he's been running my ads for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Without him, would it be doing what I'm doing? Same with my email team, same, like all these different aspects of my business. They were my friends before I started doing business with them. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing right there. And I think it's just, it's important to have people that you can talk to about the struggles in business um, because they're probably Mm -hmm. going through the same struggles too. And they may have overcame those struggles already. Yeah. So it's like, it's like mentors too at the same time. Didn't you think when you got rich, you wouldn't have any problems? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it seems oh, like. Oh, yeah, when you, didn't have, when you didn't have no money, like, it's like, yo, if I get some money, oh, my gosh, it's up. I'm going to be traveling the world, I'm going to chill, and I'm not doing no webinar every week, and I'm not going to the gym, I'm just going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's what it not seems like. like. That. Nah, nah. What's your biggest challenge with success? Uh, I would say the biggest, the biggest challenge now is the fact that I know I'm responsible for a lot of other people's income and not just mine. So it's like, it's kind of just, I have that reminder in my head of, I can't slack off. And it's a, it's a bigger deal if the business doesn't do what I say it's going to do, because it's not only impacting 
my success in my life, but a lot of other people's lives too. Yeah, that's so I think that's one of the biggest things. I just feel that too, man, because I, I always had a problem with firing people. And I've had a problem firing people even though it was their fault and they deserved to be fired. Mm-hmm. Much more somebody that I would have to let go because if there was like a financial situation, right. like I didn't, I didn't perform and do what I had to do and then I had to come in and tell somebody that is doing an amazing job, hey, I got to let you go. Yeah. That's real. That's tough. That's tough. That's one of the hardest things about business. Yeah. Thank God I haven't had to do that. Um, uh, I'm not even going to say yet because I don't, I don't think we're not going anywhere. We're good guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fly. Things are great. Um, okay. So back to the rank. Network number one. Where did the other two fall? Work ethic or skill set? Um, I would say most probably work ethic because if you got good work ethic and you work on something long enough, you're going to become good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to build your skill set. You know, some people are naturally talented, but they don't have good work ethic. So they, they're not really doing anything with their talents mm-hmm. or they'll just, you know, get comfortable. So I think work ethic is important. But at the same thing, at the same time, I think that's tied with network. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't have a network, if I didn't have friends that were also very successful and they were always working every day and doing big things, then my work ethic wouldn't be where it is right now. Because I'm, I'm inspired yeah. literally daily. And that's what allows me to keep going and Good. want more. You're dating? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let me ask a better question. Are you dating one person? Yeah. Okay. You almost lost it right there, bro. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> and she's going to see that hesitation. I thought you asked something else. She's going to see that hesitation, my boy. Like, oh, what was all the stuttering about, bro? Like, uh, how long y'all been together? So we've been together for three years. Three years. Yeah. Um, how is that part of your life? It's good because I like for that part of my life to be consistent. It keeps me focused. You like consistency anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like if I didn't have that going on for me, like, I don't know, like I might be walling out, you know, I might be not, fo- not as focused. Yeah. I might not be as dialed in with my business. So I like that that part of my life is like, you know, it's, it's, it's consistent. Good. And she was there before the 10 million. Yeah, she was. How did before she change? Before the 1 million too. Before the 1 million. How did she change? She didn't. She did. She didn't change. Yes, she did. Uh, yeah, no, she didn't change. Yes, she did. <laughs> I married my wife. Changed, bro. I mean, but not even I mean, not even like, like the money. Just a period of time, people change. Nah, so I, think I, I, I probably changed more than her. How'd you change? Because I had to. These are all the right answers. By I the had way. to consistently change to make like I feel like the version of myself that I was at one million wasn't ever going to be the version of myself that I needed to be to be at 10 million. So I'm constantly changing. How? In what ways? Being more disciplined or um, just, you know, meeting new people and then getting influenced by them and then changing in like small ways like that. But in, in respect to your relationship or your, like an intimate relationship. Right. How did you have to change? Um, I guess now I work a lot more than I used to. So the relationship and I change in, in as far as like more communication now, you know, I'm someone that I, I had to work on my communication over the years because I wasn't as I wasn't the best at communication. So I think I changed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. 
and then she had to be more understanding. So maybe that's how she changed too. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get arrogant? Like, what do you mean? I mean, yo, I'm the man. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, you you go from not having anything to being lit. It's, I mean, you can start feeling yourself a little bit, like, right, I'm that guy, and then there's more attention because I know you're not driving no Honda Accord. Nah, nah, definitely not. But I wouldn't say I've I've ever been arrogant, but I'm aware. You know what's going on. You know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you get uh, uh, women coming at you? Yeah, okay. yes. It's especially when I travel for some reason. But I always got my girl with me. So. Oh, really? You yeah. take her with you? Yeah. As a safeguard, kind of? Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure, okay? Um, no, nah, that's dope. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and... Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, The Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths on npr wherever you get podcasts question for you why do you want to learn a new language like where would you use it and how would it come in handy think about this right listen you always wanted to learn a new language well let me introduce you to rosetta stone It is the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app and it truly immerses you in the language that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. 
The built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life, lifetime access, all 25 languages for 50% off. Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. Oh, man. That's dope. And I mean, does she work? Yeah. She still works? Yeah, she's an event coordinator. For your events? Nah, so I need to throw more events so she can help me with that. But mm. she's an event coordinator for this, uh, it's like this high-end Italian restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, and she they do other like different events and stuff too. So she's been doing that for the past like four years. Has she ever tried to help you with your business? She does. Like she helps me. Ain't it annoying? <laughs> I mean, it can be. It can be. I'm about to get in trouble. You hear me? <laughs> Not annoying, but it's tough, right? Because I'm, I have a wife yeah. and... Um, she does some very, very key things. Um, one, she for sure holds down the household and she has like great ideas and amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a challenge of, like if I don't take her ideas, um, she could take them personally, but I don't take even some ideas from my staff. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it, it becomes a kind of a, uh, especially if, if they do a job, like say my wife does something and she doesn't do it, she might do it well, but not how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. My, I had to work on how to communicate that in a way that she's not offended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause she doesn't want to be talked to like someone that I hired to do the event. You know what I mean? So have you had any issues? So she's not really that involved when it comes to my business. She'll help me stay organized in certain things. But I would say like my girl is more so a perfectionist and I'm like the opposite. So a lot of times like I'll post a video or like I'll show her something and she'll kind of like nitpick it and be like, nah, you should fix this, fix this, fix this. And I'll kind of be like, yeah, you're right. But then I'll just post it anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And then she might get mad. But, you know, I'm I'm the type that I'm going to just post it and keep it going, you know. You must have some media training because you're answering these questions A1 <laughs> as if she's in the room. <laughs> you're doing real good. Um, what do you do with your money? So I buy um, commercial real estate. So right. I have a 24-unit apartment building in Conyers. I don't know oh, if you've wow. seen it. It's, it's the pin post on my Instagram, but I renamed it Rivera Park, which is my last Ooh. name. And then I hired my dad as the property manager. So he actually stays over there and manages it for me. Hold on. Give me a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. Rivera Park. Yes, sir. Apartment homes. So I think like Rivera Capital Group properly. This is hard. If you're making like that online bag, commercial real estate is the best way to save money on taxes, but at the same time, you know, get some cash flow as well. 
So that building I bought for 2.6 million, as soon as I bought it, I got appraised at 2.8. We're gonna put about 150,000 into it, which we're pretty much almost done. It's gonna be done next month. Once it's done, it'll be worth 3.7 million. So I'll be able to pull 1.1 million in a tax-free uh, cash people out people staying in it right now? Yeah. So did you did you get a loan or you bought it cash? No, I put 400K down. But down for, oh, it's about 20%? Yeah. Got it, okay, dang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do you, is this your only one or do you got others? So you, now I have a quadplex too. So I have that. That's my biggest one that I have so far, but I also have a quadplex in Cincinnati. Okay. Which is where you. my mom lives. Why real estate? So I think real estate is, like I said, this, this is dope. It's the best investment when you make money online, because when you make money online, like, yeah, you hear people say you can write off this, you can write off that, but when you make money online, there's not that much you can nah, write off. It don't cost nothing to make the money. Yeah, you can write off maybe marketing, like advertising, equipment, but equipment is nothing when you're doing 10 million in revenue. Like, yeah. So it's like you need to find something that you can park your money. Mm. And real estate is that for me because not only does it save, that one building saved me 700,000 in taxes. No way. Yes. How? Do you know how it worked or you just got to- Yeah, because of the- accelerated depreciation yeah so commercial real estate is the only thing that you can buy and write off 39 years of your expenses so you can be like in 39 years from now i'm gonna have to buy this many acs i'm gonna have to buy this many uh ceiling fans i'm gonna have to buy this many windows etc and you can take that cost and a company does all this for you they do all the numbers and everything and then they give you a number and then that number is where you can write off immediately mm. and every time you buy a building you can just write off no, that's lit. Did y'all buy that building, the gym? No, that one we just lease it. Why don't y'all buy some? Are you are you are you hoping to buy or there, or is there an advantage to not buying? So we've talked about actually buying that whole strip, but the dude wants like like fifteen million or something. I mean, it's kind of tax, but if it comes down a little bit, then yeah, we'll talk. Come about down it. a little bit. Yeah. What if he said if he says you can buy it for ten million? You want it? I'd have to talk to Benny about it. Chambly's a booming like area ain't it yeah it is i love chambly mm -hmm. so it might be worth it yeah buy that and then upgrade it so that this building is more expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes sense it makes sense to me yeah do you own this building yeah oh that's nice mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm actually looking at i'm actually under contract on another building uh but it's on cleveland avenue which is not the best side of town however what we're looking to do with it, I think it'll be it'll be great. Is it going to be like another studio like yeah. this? Nice. I'm locked in on one thing, bro. Yeah. I'm just locked in on helping podcasters and people create content and build their brand. Hey, that's that's, that's on. the best way to do it. You stay locked in, stay focused, and it has to grow. Hey, can I um use you as the bank? <laughs> what you mean? Would you do? <laughs> would you would you do a loan? Would you would you would you be hey, the lender? We can talk about it. If, if I can't be the lender, I know for a fact that I know lenders, though, that you could use Why that probably you? have better terms than who you've been talking to. Hold me down, bro. I'm talking about me and you. What, what you looking for? So I'm going to need $2 million. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to need $2 million. But I need, I'm going to need from a lender probably one point six, one point five, one point six. Okay, so that's like that's like building renovation, all that kind of stuff. Right. 
Yeah, I can put you in contact. Hold me. <laughs> all right, bro, yo, bro, I just met you. I'm not giving you up. Okay, all right, well. But if you had like 500, 600, and it makes sense, you would. Yeah, if it makes sense, y'all yeah, look at it. I, I invest in, um, so my boy Benny, he just bought a 64 unit. I invested like 300K in his deal. So yeah. if it makes sense, yeah. What's the return invest. on that? So that, I'm going to get um, my money back within a year. And um, actually for that, there is no, I'm literally just getting my money back. I did it as a favor. Can I be your friend? See, this, these, are the ty- friends, these are the types of things. <laughs> these are the types of things that happen at Rich and Fit. I was working out one day and he had been asking me like, yo, invest in this deal, bro. I need to, he had to raise 2 million for that. Mm-hmm. And he, he managed to raise all of it. And he was like 300K short. And then he was asking me, asking me, asking me. And I was like, nah. But you're bro. a businessman. You don't just get your money back. Tell me the details nah, of I'm the I'm literally deal. just getting my money back because that's my boy. Literally the day before closing, he was like, bro, I close tomorrow. I'm 300k short. Like if I don't close, I'm gonna lose. What happens? Much. What happens if you don't get your money back? I'm gonna get my money back. What happens if you don't get your money <laughs> if back? We, no, if I don't get my money back, then we go have a talk. But I'm he's he's real proficient in real estate. No contract or nothing. He has con. Yeah, we have a contract. But he has over 200 units. Like worst case scenario, I'm gonna be like, yo, sell this building and give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I don't have no friends like that. I called Neil the other day and I was like, yo, this is my question. I was like, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars do you have for an investment? He's like, yo, if it makes sense, would you gotta give me the proposal? I need to make sure my return and all that. I'm like, yo, bro. Now I'm about to call him be like, yo, Will gave his boy $300,000 on a handshake and just wants his money back. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, it's, it's all about relationship. That's why I said network's number one. All right, man. All right, how about this? How about this? I got another plan. So, Help me build out an Amazon store that makes a million dollars. That's all you want? That's it. That's all I got. I mean, it's going to take some time, but I got how you. How much you think? How much time? To get to a million dollars in revenue a year, it might take like two years. Do I have to put, hey, that's lit. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's faster right, for me bro. because I have the relationships with the distributors and the suppliers already. Mm. But yeah. What's the fastest you've seen somebody get to like 30000 or 20000 a month with Amazon? I've seen people do that within like 60 days. One of my students, he, he, he watched my workshop in November of last year. So I don't know off the top of my head how many months ago that was, but November of last year. And now he's doing like 32K a week on mm. Amazon. Yeah. And when I was in Boston, I actually got to meet him. So Here's, my th- here's what I can't figure out. There's some people that are going to do really well on mm-hmm. Amazon. And there's some people that's just not going to do well. Yeah. But what you're saying is it's not based on your ability to promote, which is kind of, uh, uh, it's kind of confusing to me. So what makes the, what's the difference between somebody that's successful in what you're teaching and not successful? Well, with this. What's up, family? Listen, a new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return. Start getting cash back on every single purchase you make with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user 
earns 145 bucks per year. And that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Buy the flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been wanting to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Join over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Listen to me, family. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code SOCIALPROOF when you register. Just go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code SOCIALPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or Apple Store and use code SOCIALPROOF. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This business, it really comes down to work ethic and then finding winning products. So you're either going to find a good product through applying for multiple wholesale accounts until you get accepted for one, or you're going to find a winning product through going to stores like Costco and Sam's Club and scanning until you find a profitable product. And that's why I say it comes down to work ethic, because if you scan long enough and if you apply for wholesale accounts, if you send enough applications, one of them is going to get approved. And, and one of the products you scan is going to be profitable and you only need one. Like a lot of people are only one product away from changing their life. So mm. this business comes down to work ethic because the marketing, there's no need for marketing. Yeah. Over 80% of the U.S. population has an Amazon Prime account. Like that's that's right. a lot of people. 80, Amazon Prime too. And like they're paying to shop on Amazon. That's not just how many people are shopping on Amazon. That's how many people are paying monthly to shop on Amazon. You got the market corner, bro. That's wild. So it's the work ethic of finding, like sitting, going to the school store to scan just to see, which isn't hard work. It's just, mm. you got to actually do it. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't got money, you got time. Most, what, most people that have money don't have time. If you don't have either, then I don't know what you're doing. So what do you suggest for somebody who has money, but not time? If you have money, but not time. For Amazon then, specifically. Okay. Then yeah, you need to uh, leverage your money and just hire people to find the suppliers for you, find the products for you. And uh, that's why, you know, people have Amazon automation businesses where you just pay them a lump sum and they build the business for you. Mm. But you really could just hire your own team. Some of those people are scammers though. Some of those people, yeah. Some of those people, they get a lot of their stores shut down because they don't do it the right yeah, way. Yes, so let's talk about that. How do I avoid getting scammed? Because somebody almost got me. So the thing, the thing is, I don't think their intentions are to scam you, but Amazon is very strict. So like if their business operations aren't like A1, like maybe they, they're sending orders late or oh. they're selling things on Amazon that they may not be approved to sell. They're not doing their due diligence. If you get flagged by Amazon once, it's like, yo, you, if you get flagged one more time after that, your account's done. It's suspended. Oh, wow. So a lot of them just mess up. Their operations aren't, you know, clean and they get people's stores banned. Got it. Got it. So you teach people how to safeguard against that? So yeah, I teach people basically how to start slow, how to start and not mess up in the beginning mm -hmm. because Amazon is very strict. So you got to make sure that 
everything's going out on time. You're selling products that you're approved to sell and then you're not getting over your head. Mm. Let's go to lunch, man. Let's do One it. day. Let's do it. Houston. Houston, oh, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. No, nah, because I'm, I'm really, really interested in this Amazon fulfillment, especially uh, my wife has actually been like looking for something to get her feet into. We got a home healthcare business and she got some clients and it's, it's going good. Nice. I don't really want to distract her, but um, she's, I, I want to give her as many options as possible. And I think this could be really cool because it's just, it's not about, it's not about influence or anything. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, how do I find the right product? But if I find the right product, how do I make sure that when someone's searching for it, they come to my store. Right, so that's a good question. Now, Amazon is different than platforms like eBay. Like, for example, eBay, if you search Sure Mic, mm-hmm. there'll be a thousand listings because there's probably a thousand sellers selling yeah. that mic. With Amazon, if you search this mic, there's only one listing. There's not a hundred, there's just one. It's just one Sure Mic and then the price. Because Amazon, the way they do it is it's one listing per product, and then all of the sellers that are selling that product they're on that one listing as well, and the sales get rotated amongst all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you'll never know because, like, for example, you could go check this listing right now, and under the buy button, it might say a seller's, like, it might say, like, let's say it says my name, like it says Rivera Wholesale, my company. If you check an hour from now, it could be a completely different seller, but it's the same price. You'll never know. Amazon just rotates it, like, whenever they feel like rotating it, but it, they they basically do it evenly amongst all the sellers. Hold on, bro. Cause I'm about to go to this thing. Dang, that's hard. I got like a ceiling microphone. It's crazy. Okay. So this is the one person. Okay. Let me just act like I'm going to buy it. Dang. Now if I act like they're like, Hey, you missed some of your cards. <laughs> all right. Uh, add to cart. Okay. Cause it, okay. Yes. Because it says sold by Amazon. Okay. Right, it's in my cart. Let me go to my cart real quick. Um, this is this is incredible. Okay, because this this particular product only has one review, and we know if it's a major company, that must mean that store has one review, or it might mean that if the product has one review, then it's something that you probably don't want to sell, or it's probably not from a big brand. It just came from Sure. Is it, that might be the ste- the seller's reviews then? But most of the products that I'm selling, they already have 10,000 plus reviews on the listing. Mm. Oh, so before, oh, so this is not a product that you want to start selling. Nah, and this and, is hard. And any, anything that says sold by Amazon, too, is something you want to stay away from as well. Because you don't want to compete with Amazon. Right. Yeah. So, but this one says sold by Amazon. I went to Sure. Went yeah. to the Sure store. It was like a whole Sure store. And now it says sold by Amazon. Does that mean that Amazon has that? So that's actually a product that Amazon is selling themselves. So that's probably something you don't want to get into. But a lot of times it'll say shipped by Amazon and then sold by, and it'll just have a different, like a seller's company name. This might be the illest thing I've seen in my life though. This is a, it's a light. It's like a ceiling light. It's a microphone. (laughs) See, that's look, bro. I mean, I'm not going to sell it because it's not going to make any money, but it's a light where it's audio. I get, you might need that for the studio. Turned on by that kind of stuff. I'm about to text it to you, Reese. Just <laughs> we might be able to nerd out together on this thing, man. You never know. Hold on, I'm sending it to you. It's like, <laughs> oh, was the use of turned on? It kind of got you turned off. And then you want to send it to me? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Okay, all right. Um, all right, bet. So uh, we're gonna get this Amazon thing going, and then and then get an Amazon store going, and I can use that income. Do I have to keep investing money back into the business? So you're just gonna have to use the only thing you need money for is to buy more product. Mm-hmm. So like when you run out of inventory, you'll have to re up. Okay. And then so that's what you'll be using. You can use credit cards too, though. How many stores you got? So right now we have four. What do you think you make from those four stores? A month. Those four stores right now, probably doing around like like eighty eight, eighty seven k a month. Mm. Yeah. And your team just runs. It's not like you got to put a lot mm-hmm. of energy into it. But what if you wanted to take it from eighty something to three hundred thousand? What does that work look like? That would just be more so like just investing more money into buying more product. You know, just using my it's capital. Not selling too. out though. A lot. A lot of those products are selling out. Um, I'm just not as focused on it as I, as I used to be. Gotcha. And then I also have partners, so I profit share with them. So that also brings my like profit down. Oh, I see. It's a lot because like. Really, one of the stores I fully own, and the other three are stores that I've started with people. Gotcha. Yeah, where I'm kind of leveraging their funds, and, and then they're leveraging my connections and suppliers. Okay, so if I got some money, can we do it together? Yeah, that's we'll talk about it. Houston's. <laughs> say less. Say less, because it sounds like you about to pay for it, too, the way you invited me, so... <laughs> I got some nerve. I'm going to get information from you and ask you to pay for it. It's crazy. Um, but nah, well, this is dope, man. I really, really appreciate you, bro. And I really appreciate the fact that you are dedicated to teaching people. I'm inspired. I feel like every week I need to be teaching people podcasting. You should. Sure, you're doing yourself and them a disservice for not doing it. That's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. Um, it, what's, what's one thing you got to improve on as an entrepreneur? One thing I got to improve on, I think, is uh, doing more like live event stuff just because I don't really do it that much. And it's just off my selfishness of I don't like doing live events because yeah. I've gotten so used to just being behind the, the webcam yeah. and just having like a lot of impact, a lot of income that way. But um, I think live events is something I want to do more because I've seen the impact of that. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. like the impact of actually meeting people in real life and seeing what that does for them. So there'd be less people, though. It will be less people, but I think um, people are more impacted when they experience something like in, like in real life. In gotcha, person. gotcha. So that's something I want to do more of. Good, good, good. Uh, so what do you need to improve on? Not in business, but Will Rivera. What do you need to improve on? What do I need to improve on? And before you answer, because you, it's quite possible you're going to give me one of those answers that I'm... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm not looking for <laughs> so most I, actually I was ta- I was at a I don't know I was at a conference or a training or something and he was talking about how, how he hires and he said alright I always ask people you know what's 
one thing that you need help with or not help with? He said, what's one area that you struggle with or something like that? And he said, most people answer the question like, I'm just too caring, bro. I just, I work too hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of the answers. And he said, I don't hire those people because they're not transparent. But I know about everybody, whether you are making 30000 a year at Walmart or you're Kanye West or you're uh, LeBron James. Everybody has something that they struggle with, something that they're not good at, something that they struggle in silence with. So I'm going to ask the question, what is something that you struggle with? Uh, I think something that I struggle with uh, is just time management. And, and I'll speak about it like in is I struggle with time management as far as like my personal life, business, be yeah, a personal and business. So like there are a lot of times like I won't do something that I know that I'm supposed to do just because I lose track of time and I'm not organized. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I won't, I think I don't have enough family time or I don't visit my mom as much as I think I should. Mm -hmm. And I'll feel guilty about it. But in the moment, I won't really think about it because I'm like, nah, I got to grind. Mm -hmm. So I think just finding the balance there of knowing that business is important, but just putting my family first yeah. and setting that time aside to, uh, you know, go and visit my family without feeling guilty that I'm not, you know, working. Yeah. So I think Listen, that's something. from me to you, you need to make that time. I lost my mom 2000, 2000, uh, December 2000, 2002. I'm sorry. I mean, 2020. I'm tripping. We're in three, 22, 21, 2021, December. And, Looking back, I 100% should have spent more time. And now I'm kicking myself because even at the time where I'm like, I knew I should have spent more time, I was already making a lot of money. You know what I mean? And it's not a whole, like getting from 10 million to 50 million isn't going to change you much. Right. But if you ever get to a point where you're, mom gets sick or you somehow can't spend time with her, you will never be able to forgive yourself. So that needs to be a part. Where, where she live? In Cincinnati. And you need to like fly up there once a month. Yeah. At least. Or call more. I'm just telling you from somebody, like I'm making millions, but I, I should have spent more time. I should have went on a cruise with her. I should have. She, she deserved more. So um, make that a priority. Not Just yet. like promise that. me you'll make me. I'm telling you, promise me you'll make that a priority. Nah, definitely. I, um, I brought it up because I know I know it's something that I need to do. So, yeah. But yeah, I definitely am going to make it a priority. Bro, if I could uh, turn back the hands of time. That is one thing, 100%. And wherever we are in life and business or whatever, we always want to get to the next level, but we really got to recognize that this level is fine. You're doing <laughs> yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's why I try, bro, I try to be home by five, six o'clock every day. And when I travel, I like last week I went to LA, I flew out that morning and I came back that night. Because I like every time I go for like three, four days, my daughter learns another word and she's like talking more. I'm like, oh, when who who taught her that? Yeah. And I'm like, it wasn't me. 
and I miss I miss something. So um, I think even you know uh, it's a it's a blessing that uh, I've experienced the losses that I've lost because now I'm more grateful for who I have. So you got kids? No. You want some? Yeah, in the future. Just take sure. your time, brother. Take your <laughs> I, time. It's marvelous, me. but. <laughs> Take your time. You lit right now. All right, cool. Um, last question, man. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? And the only reason I'm asking that question is because I want to be able to watch this interview five years from today and say, yeah, Will said he was going to do that five years ago. Look, he did it. Right. So five years from now, I want to be heavy in real estate. Mm-hmm. So I want to really get to the point where my passive income at least matches my active income or exceeds it. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to acquire at least like 500 plus units, commercial mm-hmm. real estate. And, you know, because... You know, making a million a month is cool, but you're working for it. Mm. Making a million a month in rent, you're just chilling. And on the first day of the month, it, bro, that's different. Mm-hmm. So I want to get to that level. I love it. My homegirl, Terika, she does like a quarter million a month passive. Yeah, that's different. Estate, that's better than a million a bro, month. Bro, I, I, I trade it yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah. And she's like in the in the digital space now. Like, so she. First of all, she double dipping. Shouts out to Terrica. She's super rich. But uh, yeah, man, that passive income is different, bro. You got uh, marriage in your future in the five years? I don't know. No? I don't know. I'm taking my time, like you said. <laughs> She's not going to like that one. <laughs> you should have just said, yeah. You should have just said, yeah, man, in for five sure. five years, I still won't even be 30, so. How do you know? I'm 24. What? Yeah. <laughs> What am I doing wrong? When I was 24, <laughs> I was an idiot. I was just running around. You're 24 years old? Yeah. That's what's up. Oh, my gosh. I just got uncomfortable. I'm 38. You my big homie, right? <laughs> well, it's big homie, man. Golly. Well, um, so we'll have, we'll have a link in the description and... Discount code, right? Yep, social, social proof. proof. Good. Um, so, look, man, tell everybody, one, say thank you. Thank you. This was a really, really dope episode. Um, but let everybody know how they can find you and then close this out with a word of wisdom, man. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Will Change Lives. And the word of wisdom that I got for you that helped me go from 1 million to 10 million is a lot of us are looking for that next gem to get us to the next level. But sometimes you're not one gem away, you're one person away. So, you know, look for that person to come into your business and take you to the next level or inspire you to get to the next level rather than just seeking information. Man, listen, we can't close it out no better than that. Hey, do yourself a favor, man. Go support. Click the link below. Use the code social proof. I, listen, I, I put my neck on the line, okay? So where y'all get a discount. So use that discount. Do we know how much it's going to be? 50% off. 50? Yeah, we're going to do 50% off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang, bro. All right. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, click the link below. 50% off. Use the code social proof. Um, uh, yeah, that's amazing. You are a good dude, man. You give a round of applause, man. I rock my boy Will, man. Make sure y'all support, man. And do yourself a favor. Go get you some social proof, meaning go build something impactful. But you got to come back to your com- your community and teach them how you did what you did. Okay? It's the only way our community grows. All right? Support. Click the link now. We out. That's awesome. Appreciate you, bro.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.